Hey everyone, Ruth here and welcome to the very first episode of Keep It Real. I just wanted to share a couple of things with you before we get stuck in. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can by going to our Patreon page. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash keep it real podcast, then you can subscribe and pledge if you like. You can also subscribe to the podcast and if you feel really generous, you can give us five stars. So enjoy. You are fake news. Sir, go ahead. Can you stay Welcome to Keep It Real, the podcast where we explore ways to navigate our own reality in a world of fake news, filters, where falsehoods travel faster than the facts. So how do we stay grounded in a world where perfect seems possible at the tap of a button? I think it's more just to make it look, I guess, more pretty. I'm Ruth Royal, and I'll be joined by my guests as we discuss what it means to keep it real. Today, I'm joined by Eva Lazarus. Eva is a vocalist, songwriter, and MC. She's performed all over the world, collaborated across multiple genres with heavyweight artists including Next Men, Mungo's Hi-Fi, Etherwoods, and more. Eva's voice is legendary, and she uses it not only to grace us with her silk-filled melodies, but she's become a firm voice in the fight for equality. You know, in terms of fake news, I'm still working it out in terms of filters. I'm still working it out. Like I, a lot of things are fear-based, I think, mm. um, when it comes to trying to find the truth, mm. whatever that is, whether we're talking about um, politics, well, things politics really, but a, a lot of things are fear-based, even, even down to filters. Mm-hmm. Filters are fear-based. That's a whole world of stuff psychological stuff that I feel like people have got coming next generations yeah not just our generation um but generations after um I feel there's a lot there's a lot to dissect there um people not being able to present themselves without a shine or a Vaseline filter Mm. or you know modification having a look at at your instagram it's a really good balance between the fun of filters and kind of just you know enjoying it and and expressing yourself and actually being unapologetically you i feel like uh it's important for me personally not uh, i'm not doing it for other people i think for me personally i think it's really important to um accept myself there was a you know period of my life where I just I was just so uncomfortable (laughs) so uncomfortable with myself and with my features um with my body and with just with myself that I don't I'm not in any hurry to go back there and sometimes it feels like um you know when you're you feel cute and then you go to take a photo Um, And, you know, not everybody's selfie gang, but, you know, sometimes you're just like, I'm cute today. I'm got to love a selfie. No, we've all got to do it. Come on, (laughs) cheeky selfie. The skin's looking nice today. And then you take the photo and then you swipe over to see, like, if you could make it better with different, a different veil or a different, Mm. you know, um, a different lens, which... Yeah, okay, cool. Artistically, I mean, those things are created, so it's like 
different lighting or different hue. It brings out different, you know, different features. Maybe it makes your hair look a bit darker. Maybe you like that it makes your eyelashes look darker. And But that's, that's not the photo that you took. I think that I'm affected without realising by editing my own image and sort of think, oh, now I don't feel good when I look in the mirror because it looks different mm-hmm. from that. But then also you do have this conscious like, oh no, but I know that that's not real. I know that that's a fun filter. And, you know, so how much of it is going on subconsciously, you know, that we, are we then going to end up in a situation where do we, do we suddenly not know the difference within ourselves, let alone on, on mm-hmm. other people? Well, I mean, I think that's, it's really evident in the amount of um, uh, cosmetic surgery that's, that's happening like uh, there's been a spike in cosmetic surgery and people want a snapchat face and people want the instagram filter face you know they want very specific looks um and i i think that's possibly why i'm not constantly filtered and Mm. constantly not made up um Mm -hmm. when i post things online um because that isn't what i look like and um I think that's it's unhealthy. I think it's unhealthy for me to to continually see myself like that. I've had a couple of experiences where I know I've been photoshopped, um, and I've asked them to unphotoshop oh, me. Oh wow, really? Um, yeah, because it's there's nothing fucking wrong with me. Fucking put my flap back right yeah. now. Mm. Put it back. Yeah, I bought and I paid for that roll. Put it back. <laughs> I worked um, hard for that. <laughs> yeah, I worked hard for the money and I enjoyed myself with that burger. You put my roll back, you shit. Um, I, I, honestly, I, I feel like it's very unhealthy for me to, um, to, to constantly see myself with the filter. They're cute and they're fun. They are. Um, but not everyday filter, no. Do you think your feelings have changed at all since becoming a mum? Do you think your kind of feeling of this social media driven world, do you mm. feel as a mum, you're, you're worried about that? Well, I, I kind of felt a bit different as, you know, as I got pregnant and I, I realised that, you know, I was going to change, like I was going to change, mm. you know, my body's going to change and... I'm going to be tired for the next insert insane amount of years here. Mm. Um, and I think that I, I really assessed myself then and had to remind myself to be kind to myself. You know, my body's going to change. Make sure you're kind to yourself about that. Um, and you're going to be tired and you're always going to want to do your hair or, you know, even look after your skin. You're not even going to want to like do, do a face scrub and a face mask and, you know, all the self-care things. I definitely do less of that now. Um, I don't, you know, I don't feel, and I don't feel weird about showing my dry, spotty skin on the internet. So mm. um, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable. Um, but I definitely had to remind myself, um, or I have had to remind myself to be kind to myself a few times. And um, especially as I, I have no intention of not making um of, of stopping making music. So I'm, you know, carrying right on with uh, all of my plans and I have photos to take and videos to be in and I don't feel, <laughs> this is weird. Is it weird that I don't feel weird about 
the fact that I am different now. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. That yeah. is insane. I just used my whole body to make a human. Yeah. That, that's incredible. Uh, excuse me while I just fling on some oversized stuff and carry on with, about my business. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it's, um, it's amazing that that's a statement like yeah how, it shouldn't how natural be. is that and how magical is that that your body has done that and yet it's a statement to be honest and real about that and go about your business as as you know as you've been doing it's that should be the norm and that should yeah. be celebrated <laughs> yeah I think there's so much there's so much pressure um put on women no it's pressure put on everyone to be a certain shape or size um but there is a lot of pressure on women to be a certain shape or size and you know if you're big don't be proud if you're skinny don't be proud you know I think it's really hard to digest uh what we see in our feeds sometimes and and take everything with a pinch of salt there are so many um instagram mums pushing like diet I remember I was I was pregnant when I saw um do you know Amber Rose? Yeah. Um and she'd just had a baby. Um all of her pregnancy photos are amazing. It's just her just being super fierce with her belly out, you know, red lipstick on, yeah, looking yeah. like a boss. I just oh, I just loved it. Um after she'd had her baby, it wasn't long. It wasn't long at all and she'd like gave a shout out to some surgeon and she was saying you know because mums you know we need to sometimes you need a little help snapping back after the baby and shout out my surgeon yada 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 whatever his name is it just made me feel gross mm. it made me feel gross there's you just had a baby like two minutes ago and you want to your body is recovering from having a baby and you want to go and have surgery that is your business that's cool that's fine you do you boo boo mm. it shook me for a second I was like oh oh are we supposed to be doing that <laughs> mm. I didn't get the pregnant person memo are we supposed to be having our children and then you know having surgery straight after so that we don't have loose skin or stretch marks. Oh, heaven forbid that you look like you've just had a baby. You just had a baby. What? Are you... It's fine for people to want to do their bodies. It's your business. But I think that the insecurity ripples that kind of like spread out to other people, especially people who um, might want to have those kinds of procedures and can't afford it. So then, you know, you're stuck in a, in a chamber of like, oh, I wish I could do that, but I can't afford it. And now I'm stuck with this then, I guess. Um, is, is really harsh. It's really harsh. I just, I didn't rate that at all when I saw it. It's, it's fine. You know, get your fillers, get your Botox, do your thing, mm -hmm. whatever. Get your BBL, get your boobs done, get your tummy whatever. It's your life. You get one. If you want to look a certain way, that is completely up to you. But um, it was the way that it was delivered was like us mums, you know, sometimes we need, like, don't speak for us. Like, <laughs> You're listening to Keep It Real. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us on Facebook by searching keep it real if you want to find out more about me 
You can find me on Instagram at Ruth Royal Vocals. The, the, the further we go on into, into this wild future, like you can see it unfolding in front of us, where it's like filters and surgery and it's all becoming so normalised um, and un... Uh, it's like, it's not unquestioned yeah it's not and it's not controlled in any way so you can you can have your body done you can have your face done you can have you know your lace front your lashes your uh your your brand new porcelain teeth and uh photoshop and filter and be stood there talking about hair gummies and flat tummy tea and you know get 20 percent off with my discount code yeah that's a big thing isn't it (laughs) there are people who are so uncomfortable with what they look like and who they are and they'd they'd love to be like that person that person isn't like that person like if you Mm. stood the original photo next to this (laughs) Instagram post they're not the same Mm -hmm. they're not the same they're not the same Mm -hmm. just like if you stand me you know full face of makeup with a filter over my face next to what you're looking at right now down the camera we're not the same I'm not the same girl there I don't look like that now I look like me now Mm -hmm. no makeup and you know no filter Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like it's really important to be um, aware <laughs> aware that there is this sort of like supermodel on steroids selling you a dream. Mm-hmm. So how can we have a balanced view of the world? Because we, you know, if we're getting all of our information from social media, which obviously not all of us are, but a lot of young people are. I mean, honestly, if a story breaks, like I know this is this is going to be. Like <laughs> heresy, how dare she? But <laughs> I, I go to Twitter. I love, I love clicking a hashtag and reading like mm. um, both sides um, go nuts at each other on Twitter. Mm. Um, it's ugly, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll go to Twitter if there's like a big story because BBC are going to say one thing, ITV are going to say something, Sky are going to say something. You know, I want to see what <laughs> regular, regular, normal people on Twitter have to say about the same story. Do you know, I um, I was posting about what was happening uh, in Nigeria. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah. With the NSARS thing and talking about the algorithm. Um, different people are punished for different things on Instagram. And um, there were some people who were posting Black Lives Matter stuff and all of a sudden they were getting shadow banned. If I could just interrupt, a shadow ban is when Instagram can hide your stories or your posts from your audience. So what we can assume is that if we post something that Instagram deems inappropriate, they can actually hide those stories from your audience. They weren't having as much engagement on their posts. People weren't seeing their stories. Um, You know, it was going as low as like 50 people were seeing their stories and they've got thousands and thousands of um, followers. Some people were um, posting pride things and they were getting shadow banned. Some people are posting uh, 
empowerment for plus size black women and they're getting shadow banned for that i have posted for all of these things and i've never been shadow banned um recently i posted stuff about what was happening with the nsars in nigeria and got shadow banned <laughs> I, I guess i never really considered what the effect of that would be the result of that would be mm. um other than you know people don't see your stories and that's it actually the the reality of it is and you don't really consider things until they happen to you sometimes that's what humans are like when you feel it when you yeah, feel the yeah, burn yeah. of it yourself then you're like oh wait that's really messed up so it's a controversial topic i understand that i didn't post any like sensitive material nothing that needed to be blurred out um it was just images of people protesting people with peace signs in the air nigeria flags and and you know text underneath but um yeah i got the shadow ban for that and my story posts the views dipped down like a wild amount mm. um and i had a few people message me and say the same things happened to them um and uh, a guy i was speaking to he actually runs a clothing company and he said it's hurt his sales wow you know so it actually takes money out of your pocket to be political like to have an opinion um you can get like a digital slap on the wrist like a, you're grounded instagram's grounded you go mm. to your room yeah think about think about what you've done if that's a page that you're using for business if that's a page that you're using to promote your business sell your clothes or you know promote your whatever it is then having any kind of opinion can be dangerous for your career that's what world what <laughs> what is happening what's happening can you tell me what's happening and yeah my story views just haven't recovered mm. um still still yeah wow still. kind of crazy as well because it shows how much we rely on this kind of world of i don't know what you'd call it because it's not just social media it's this sort of online world that so much of our life happens in that when you suddenly some a part of that gets taken away there's a there's loads of stuff that can't happen and can't function you know within people's businesses and with people's social lives and it's it's such an easy place to hide in it's such an easy place to manipulate and also not necessarily be manipulated by us but you know by the actual uh, platforms that we're using i mean you've only got to look at you've only got to look at um Oh my God, Wiley. Mm -hmm. Like he just doesn't have, just people have wild opinions and, you know, grotesque opinions often. Mm -hmm. Uh, But his, you know, he he was wiling out online and it went from him wiling out online to your whole, everything, lock off the Twitter, done. Instagram, done. YouTube, done. Everything, done, done. Everything's gone everything's gone um from you know you whiling out and having a tantrum on social media to it fucking up your whole career yeah for me since starting the keep it real um movement and and everything that's sort of been happening around it it's a lot of the talk has been around younger generations and how this is going to affect younger generations and you know it's the the generation 
after us is, is the first first one that's always known social media and always been around that whereas you know we can remember not having that and having dial-up internet and all that sort of stuff <laughs> Fun. Um, which I'm very happy about um but you know if you could give a piece of advice or a message um to that generation what what would it be what would you what would you say don't rush to don't rush into arguments with people online it never really produces anything that great um just take a take a beat and just think before you post things like just take a breath take a beat before you post things because it's not just online but when you're you know in the dms and talking to people there's a whole host a whole world of um impulsiveness that um i never had to think twice about that you guys are going to have to think twice about um and i think it's really i think that's i think that's the best advice that i could give just have a think before you push send before you push post just have a good old think You've been listening to Keep It Real with me, Ruth Royal, and my guest, Eva Lazarus. If you want to hear more from Eva, check out her Instagram at Eva Lazarus, or you can find her online at evalazarus.com. Or why not check her out on Spotify and hear some of her music? If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can. Find us on Facebook, just search Keep It Real, and join the movement. <laughs>